We should just do a whole episode where we just uh, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 so you can see your uh, so pretty much how I do every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to BitFaced. No, we're not at a convention this week. We're actually all sitting around, hanging out together, like the old days before we interviewed people. <laughs> to my left, the sexy chameleon, still talking about gummy bears. Oh, across God. The ta- <laughs> Sorry. Across the table from me, the chairman of the soundboards, Tyler Runtier G. Glaze. And to my right, my partner in crime, putting the D in BitFaced today, Doug Lund. I gave everyone a little bit of homework today for uh, the episode, and if uh, this doesn't go long, we'll talk about some other stuff. But much like the Republican Party's health bill, I want to talk about things that are overrated this week. And <laughs> Nice. I, I, I let you guys do whatever you wanted. I said music, TV, movies. Uh, Tyler even has some, I think, that don't even fit into the categories there. Why don't you start today there, Rebecca, because I think you've got one that you want to get off your chest. So one that I'll mention very briefly, only because I know I have a lot of friends that like it, um, and we don't have to get too too far into it because I have talked about this ad nauseum, but Batman versus Superman was one of the worst movies last year. And all the people that said it was amazing, just, I just don't even know how to communicate with you. Um, I'm actually starting a club called the Forever Salty about Batman versus Superman <laughs> club. Uh, my friend Brian and I are, are co-starting that, so a little shout-out to Brian. So that's my big one. I'll just go ahead and get that out there. I know I know you liked it, Doug, but... I've got a question for you. Have you seen the Ultimate Cut? No, I have not. Okay. All I would ask before you register that domain is that you watch that cut <laughs> and see if it changes your opinion of the movie any. Okay, I, I will. I don't see how more of Snyder's pretentiousness can make me feel any bit better. <laughs> um, also, the stupid shaky cam bullshit made me motion sick. So that's a huge reason that I hated it. Um, but Sterling really wants to see the ultimate cut. So we'll, I mean, they we'll rated it R. So you have to really watch that. And I can get you a copy if you'd like one. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. I, I have it too, and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> And to be clear, I'm not defending that movie. I did not think it was what it could have been. Um, was not received well critically, so I don't know that it's necessarily overrated. But uh, uh, yeah, there there is a lot of uh, fandom um, that that seems to just nicely ignore a lot of what was really wrong with that movie. It has a lot of defenders. I think it's a good place to good place to start. Tyler, you're up. Soon we'll all have a lot of defenders. Hopefully, anyways. <laughs> and we went into this on Project Challenge this week, so I'm not going to completely go into it, but God, Iron Fist is fucking terrible. Is it? Have you watched more of it? I have. Do and you like it? It gets better. I've heard Does he learn how to really fucking good? fight in between episode one and episode five? Because I don't believe that guy has ever been in a fight in his life. They actually, it's, it's a part of the story. And that's all I'm going to say. I'll give it another shot, Doug. Only based on your recommendation, but based on the first episode, Bex... Ugh. I've heard all I've heard from people is either it's 
terrible or it's i no one's like oh it's the best like it's as good as jessica jones was it's luke cage you know so i i kind of have no interest in i've heard watching it i've heard a couple people tell me it's better than uh luke cage so i i could see why uh i think artistically it doesn't come close to how luke cage was put together but uh there was big problems with the luke cage storyline fair enough Storyline, yes. Uh, I think aesthetically speaking, though, Luke Cage was the best of the Marvel series so far. Really stayed true to that. I don't know. I've said it before on the podcast, but it's it's a black exploitation uh, interpretation of Marvel, and I loved it. I will give Iron Fist another try, but I cut you off, Tyler. You are a <laughs> yeah, you dirty bitch. I You're know fine. You will. <laughs> You're up. Real quick, uh, when we get Andy on, Andy will argue that he disliked the fact that it was a black exploit black exploitation style show he just thought they should have just done it as a normal marvel show i uh, i can't wait to have andy on to talk to him about that and I, yeah. i'm gonna ask him too like what his favorite black exploitation movies are because i'm sure he's got a couple i think so all right so one of my things that i uh, i find very overrated i'm gonna start with a show um and uh, as i was telling eric on the way up a lot of the things that i find overrated are things that i i enjoy i just don't love them as much as everyone else um, so I, I do like the show, but it's How I Met Your Mother. I think it's good. It's very good, but it's just not as amazing as everyone else thinks it is. Ted Mosby is not a great character. Oh, Ted Mosby is awful. I was going to say the development through all of that is is fairly garbage. Really, the only redeeming factor is Barney Stinson. Absolutely. I heard that, uh, and I didn't make it all the way through, and that to me can tell you everything about a show, but I heard that the resolution at the end was one of the worst written endings in television history. It was. I You see it coming, and then you're like really upset because of the way that they took it. That show's been out forever, so if you want me to ruin it... Well, it, Robin ends up being the mother, right? No. They... This other just totally random girl that they don't even introduce until the last season. But doesn't she die and he ends but, up with Robin anyway? But she died and he ends up with Robin, yeah. I knew Robin ended Jesus. up being... <laughs> it's really bad. That's a cop That's out. Awful. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, she apparently was, like, dead the whole time he was telling the story. She died of, like, cancer or something. And she's in maybe one or two episodes. And not even really in it. Like, they just kind of go into how she died and then he ends up with Robin. And it was awful. Because they always tried to play their cards away from, nope, it's not Robin. It's definitely not Robin. And then to go back and, yeah, that's that's lazy and horrible writing. Yeah, that's it, awful. Yeah, I, I, I stopped like maybe four episodes away from the series finale just because reasons. Um, the whole last season was just bad. It was really bad. But you made it through it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I said, I enjoyed the show. I just don't think it was as good as everyone else does. I think it was very overrated. You're up. We're going to skip me. Get, Sk- skip yeah. you? Cash me on the next turn. How about that? <laughs> Super overrated. I'm so glad when we go back and listen to this episode in three years, we're going to be like, God, remember when the, people thought that was fucking funny? <laughs> you and I have ran it into the damn ground, man. So, uh, And not on, on air, but in our personal lives. <laughs> it's the what? name of my Wi-Fi network. <laughs> Ca- cash me online? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, let's go to video games and let's go with what I think the most overrated series of games ever is. Oh, okay. Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. Oh, really? 
Yes. In my I opinion, can see that. the most overrated video game series in history. The first game, in my opinion, is almost fucking unplayable. It is. It is. I cannot play the first one. And I was a little spoiled. I played the second one before touching any of the others. And then I was like, well, Assassin's Creed 2 is really good. I wonder how Assassin's Creed 1 is. And it's awful. In my opinion, the only one really worth playing is Assassin's Creed 2. I'd say two, and I like Black Flag. Black Sails, whatever Black it's called. Flag. Black Flag. Is it Black Flag? Yeah, just because you could sail around and fucking sing sea shanties. Who doesn't like, like, yeah, who doesn't fucking like pirates? Yeah, I've got that one, but it makes, me, it makes me so car, or motion sick, so. I was about to make that joke, so very good, Doug. Well, I shouldn't have done it over the top of her, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever. It's all about rhythms, guys. But yeah, I think the Assassin's Creed series, I think that there's a reason that we're not getting one this year that they finally stopped the the call of duty cycle of giving us a game every year i know the series appeals to people and it gets very good reviews normally every time a game comes out but i think it's the most overrated series uh, in in video games and i looked at a lot of different series and a couple were close but no assassin's creed all right uh so Eric and I have talked a little bit about this, but Game of Thrones, I fucking hate both the books and the TV show. Hate them. I think they're boring. I think it's a fantasy version of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I I just <laughs> don't good. think it's good. You know, George R.R. R. Martin presented us with this really incredible world of summer and winter last for years and there's all this potential of like the dragons are gone and now they're coming back and all these different things but we don't explore any of that at all instead it's it's keeping up with the kardashians it's just a bunch of drama bullshit and i don't care about it i <laughs> i watched like the first three seasons of the tv show didn't care i read the first uh i read two and a half of the books and just I just couldn't do it. And I'm the type of person that will at least fucking finish a book, even if it's awful. And I could not finish that third book. Go ahead, Doug. I know you <laughs> Doug is the one who's going to fight you on this. It's going to be neither E or I. The good thing is, is I don't have to fight her on this. I, I think the popular opinion is so firmly in one camp on this one that there's not a lot I can say that already hasn't been said about uh, how good uh Game of Thrones is being done, particularly on the, the television side right now. Um, I do have one question for you because what you were talking about was storyline and how it, it tended to focus on the drama of the families versus the, this awesome fantasy world that uh, Martin has created. Aside from that, uh, well, let me ask you this first. How many of the books have you read? Two and a half. And uh, how, many, how much of the TV series have you consumed? About three seasons. Let's say she just said three seasons. Three yeah. seasons. Okay. Did I did I miss that? I'm <laughs> <Yes>. sorry. <laughs> how did you, you miss already, all of this? You were already working through already your argument. About you, guys. <laughs> you guys know how I work. That that's absolutely correct. Um, what do you think of the acting and the visual elements of the TV show? I think visually it's stunning, and I think the actors are absolutely brilliant. I do think that. Um, Dinklage. Oh my God, he's he's my favorite. Yeah. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, and Daenerys, I love her. I love Arya, but that's it. Those are like the only three that I care about. And so I don't want to sit through like all eight other, other people. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all of the actors and actresses are absolutely talented. I think visually it's gorgeous. I just don't care about the other characters and I don't care about where the storyline's going. Okay. Um, 
so if you're for, through the first three seasons, uh, I, I would say that you're, you haven't got the payoff yet. And I, I will admit that there is a, uh, a fair amount of drama that you have to trudge through. And it all leads up to, uh, there's two specific storylines that, that need to be told. Maybe not as drawn out as it has been. Because uh, he, he is a little prolific. Uh, he struggles from uh, what Stephen King did uh, with the diarrhea of the the mouth or the yeah. words that, that he's throwing out there. But uh, I can promise you that as time goes on, the, the cast uh, of characters has been culled down to uh, a handful of uh, important people leading into the seventh season. So if at some point you want to go back and revisit it, you are in for a pretty good payoff. I will say, and I know he's not here to say this himself, but Sterling has read all of the books and seen all... Um, all but the most current season six and agrees with me and he and I tend to have pretty similar tastes so I don't hold out much hope for me ever okay liking it <laughs> fair enough T- everyone's got tastes right we do and that's why we we sit down and talk about this stuff. <laughs> I can't therapy. defend I don't watch the show but it's not because I don't like it I've never seen any of it uh, you know, I'll kind of follow pace with probably the second most popular TV show that everyone likes that I think is super overrated is The Walking Dead. Oh, that was going to be my next one, too. <laughs> well, as always I, on BitFace, we go round robin. So we get all The Walking Dead stuff out now. And that almost made my list because I have seen the first four episodes of The Walking Dead compared to the comic book and the video game. The show is awful. I loved the comics. Loved. Yeah, they're good. Except for when you put it in movie form and literally nothing happens except for people bitching at each other. That's bad. Now, Doug, you are a big fan of the show. I've heard from multiple people that are big fans of the show that there are stretches of four or five episodes that you can absolutely skip for the reason that Tyler said, that nothing fucking happens. Uh, I think it's important to know what the show is before you start watching it. And and I think it's true of the book, too. Um, This was never meant to be uh, a horror story. It, it was always meant to be... Uh, zombie drama. No, it's not. Zombies have absolutely nothing to do with it. They're a, uh, a mechanism that's used to tell the story of uh, the people, that the, the characters. And really, it, it was an examination of what the circumstances around them have done to the relationships, their brains, their... <laughs> Really, their their outlook. Uh, it's uh, they are the Walking Dead, the, the people that are still alive, and it it's absolutely just a, kind of a, a mental examination of you know what tragedy does to someone and, and how much it fucks them up. It, I, I can't argue that there are long periods of the show that are uninteresting, but if you go into it with the understanding that you're just really you know, looking into people's brains versus expecting action, then I, I think it's a different show and a different experience. I, I'm not really that into it anymore. I kind of have a, central atten- a sentimental attachment to it because it, it's something that the family used to get together and, and watch with the cousins and whatnot, but uh, even that's not happening anymore. So That's kind of how I feel about the comic books. Um, those were the first comic books that I was reading regularly was The Walking Dead. And so that's always going to be like kind of my special my special thing we skipped you last time doug so where are you at come to the table oh. with something 
man, I don't want to sit here uh, literally to the table long stretches trying to think of something. Yeah, uh, it would be an episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, that was good, Tyler. <laughs> uh, I, I've been focused on... On your on, podcast. On, on repartee. <laughs> no, I've just been trying to think of intelligent responses to the, the topics you guys are, yeah, that's are bringing fine. up. So you, we're gonna... you can be our, our defender of our overrated things since you seem to like... You're not going to be defending my next one. <laughs> Uh, no one at this table is going to be because I can't wait if you do. But I'm so tired of the critically acclaimed walking simulators. Firewatch, Dear Esther, Gone Home. They all get 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. And then I play them. They last about an hour long and you don't do jack shit. Story is not enough to bring me to a video game. It's a fucking video game. It should be a goddamn interactive experience. I'm so tired. I think all of the games, whereas they might be good, highly overrated. Defend your walking simulators, anyone in here. Because people buy them and people play them, and one comes out every other week. I got into Firewatch and I finished it, and the story was good. Do I think it deserved all the acclaim it got? No. I'm a huge fan of story, and I cannot defend those games. They're, they are. They're terrible. Why would you want to do that? Like, go interact with people <laughs> if you just want to sit around and walk and see things and do nothing. Dear Esther got such good reviews. I downloaded it when it was on sale for like $6. Literally all you do is walk along a beach while someone narrates to you. If I want a book on tape, man, I'll go to the store and buy that. Like, don't come at me in the guise of a video game and give me something else. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we agree. No one's going to defend that. It's just someone out there must play these games though. And maybe there's like a market for them, like down at the, you know, the senior citizens home where you don't have to do much. And I I mean, I'll sell the, I'll say the same thing about telltale. It's gotten to the point where, okay, I've, I've played this before. Oh, oh, it's Batman. Okay, cool. That, that'll keep me interested for about an hour, but I've played this before. I I want to interact with the, I want to interact. Right. It's an, it's unfortunate that they're trying to tell a story in the medium of a video game but they're not letting you interact with the story at all. Like you said, Telltale, I know you have been into them before, and watching Stefan play it was just hilarious. <laughs> That's probably the best part of Telltale games. But I don't want to just like, you know, click A to go through a story. I, I think where the genre could be successful is in virtual reality. Yeah, Actually experiencing it? Experiencing it as, yeah. as you go along. Actually thinking you are on a beach while you're being narrated to. But if I've got a controller in my hand, I want to be playing. The only Telltale game I liked, um, and I've played a couple of them. Tales of the Borderlands. Is Tales of the Borderlands. And that's because, you know, Borderlands is so important to it. me. I know. You're <laughs> shocked, right? I, I usually don't say anything about Borderlands. Um, but Borderlands is so special to me. And what I did love was, you know, it was funny it's really only a good game if you're already a Borderlands fan because it, all the references and everything um, tie back to the original games. Um, and it was different depending on how you played. So Sterling and I got totally different stuff from it. I like that uh, that one a lot. I, yeah. I'd say I've probably played 33 35% of the Telltale titles. I liked Wolf Among Us. Batman was okay. Walking Dead is obviously the you know the pinnacle of the series, but I played no. their back to the future one. That one was pretty good. That had more of a game element. Yes. To it, that though. was before they kind of turned into the visual storybook, so to speak. Yeah. On rails. Yeah. Is 
you know, how I describe it, but you're enough about walking simulators. You're up bucks. Um, Oh shoot. I had one, but then we started talking about that. I forgot. Uh, silence. I know that's awful for a podcast. Um, got Doug syndrome. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to pick a food. Oh, okay. Good. I didn't pick any foods. Yeah, no, that's neat. I, think bacon is highly overrated <laughs> let's get out just leave this is your my own house. no leave your own house <laughs> i don't think it ever tastes good i think it looks really good it smells really good and it never lives up to expectations you need some like double smoked thick cut i've tried bacon. it all <laughs> i think this sounds like pathology like there might be something anatomically wrong with you if you can't <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the taste of bacon you're going to break the internet with that one, too. I'm with you, though, like, as far as it being in every dish and everything being wrapped with it and things like that, completely overrated. But the taste, underrated. <laughs> I just don't... Every, you know, everyone always talks about it, and, like, I listen to, like, Jim Gaffigan, who goes on for 15 minutes about fucking bacon, and I'm like, oh, man, it sounds so good, and then I try it, and I'm like, it's really not that good. <laughs> fucking bacon or fucking bacon? <laughs> Well, it's Gaffigan, so he he doesn't talk about fucking the bacon. No. Okay. I love bacon. I've got a pound of it in my pants right now. <laughs> I, uh... That didn't that didn't come out right. <laughs> Hopefully, your pants do. I, I'm not bragging. I just always have bacon on me, and usually in me, I'm and wrapped around me. Are we going back to fucking bacon right now? No. Just okay. Really, if really it's wrapped around, then uh, probably. <laughs> Yeah, um, I knew I'd I'd get some hate with that one. Even even my friends are like, yeah, that's absurd. I almost bought like a bar of soap so I could smell like bacon. Yeah, it would have been delicious. <laughs> Bite my tongue. You're, you're, yeah, you're. That's. I'm just. Before we got here today, you were three steps from Roseanne. That would take you to two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking around. No one wants to actually smell like bacon. I, I'm glad that you're still on that that level. <laughs> You're up. All right. So I'm going to go to a video game. And again, um, I'm going to preface this with, I do like the things that I think are overrated. I just don't think they're as good as everyone else does. And I'm going to say the Ocarina of Time is one of the most overrated games of all time because everyone thinks it's the best video game of all time and the best Zelda. And it's neither of those things. Well, what do you think is the best Zelda? My favorite Zelda? I'm oh, wearing okay. that shit. Well, you know this is a podcast, so why don't you go ahead and say which game it's, it is? <laughs> it's the Wind Waker. Because I think it was the most visually appealing. I enjoyed the story and the interaction with the characters more. Sailing around on the boat was just fucking cool. Would you put Wind Waker above Breath of the Wild now that you've finished it? So that is such a tough question because I've been trying to figure out where to put Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild is amazing, and it's entirely different from what I thought a Zelda game would ever be. And I would probably put them tied for now until I can figure it out. They're probably my two favorites so far. But Ocarina is, you think, most overrated Zelda game? Uh, so overrated. Just absurdly overrated. I liked Majora's Mask more than that. I liked Four Swords more than that. I liked... <laughs> Oh, all right. What you got? What you what you got to say? No, I was just making sure that Eric yeah. and I weren't going to talk over each other. Go ahead and finish nice. your point. Oh, and I was just going to say, like every single one, I even liked like Minish Cap over that. Like, 
there's so many almost every other zelda i think is better than ocarina of time i'm prepared to accept that to a degree and i do think there's a a sentimental attachment that a lot of people have to that game it is the zelda game that really broke the mold and and started over with a a 3d experience that uh, i think wind waker owes uh, its success to the fact that uh, ocarina um, introduce all of these uh, elements and gameplay styles that were heavily heavily leveraged in the Wind Waker, not the least of which is the actual Ocarina. But uh, yeah, I think people look back on that one maybe a little over fondly. Uh, still an excellent game. Still my favorite Zelda title. But uh, I, I think you're right. I think there's lots of elements there that that are ripe for overrating. I have a hard time telling if. Um, my fondness for Ocarina of Time comes from the fact that that was the first Zelda pl- game that I played, or if it's just the game itself. So I can understand where you're coming from. I love it. I mean, I'm the only one here sitting here with Link, you know, tattooed to my body. So I'm <laughs> I'm a huge Zelda fan, um, and I I did love Ocarina of Time. I just think almost every single other game was better than it. Now there are two that I haven't played. And that's Spirit Tracks and Skyward Sword. Have, have any of us played Skyward Sword? I've I played, played Skyward Sword. You have. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it's really good. It is good. It was a little exhausting, but it was good. I'll still try it. So That's a good pick, Tyler. Thanks, man. You're up. Oh, it's back to me. I was going to do a video game, but I don't want to follow a video game with a video game. So oh, I'm going to do music. Oh. I think ACDC's entire fucking catalog is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't settle on which album I disliked least. I, I think the band, uh, and particularly the, the, the current singer, I don't remember his name. Uh, Brian Johnson. I can't stand the sound of his fucking voice, and I think it overshadows the, the talent of the rest of the musician, musicians, and uh, I, I can't fathom why so many people are so into this band when there's like so much other good rock and roll out there that doesn't sound like a fucking cat getting run over on the microphone. I love ACDC, but much <laughs> like you will see Zelda, Ocarina of Time in every top 10 or top 5 list, you will see ACDC's Back in Black in every top 25 or 50 list of, of albums. Is it a little overrated? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with you there. I know you don't like the sound of his voice. I do. I, I like the way ACDC sounds. In fact, in Beer Fest, when Have a Drink on Me kicks in, that's when the movie really goes into high high gear at the end. But no, I, I can completely understand why you don't like it. Yeah, I think Titus would also back E up on this. He loves Thunder. Thunderstruck? Thunderstruck. Yeah, there you go. I got it. <laughs> Again, I, I'm not a huge fan of ACDC, so I, I'll totally back Doug up on this. But, uh, but Titus is more on E's side. It it sucks, though, because that's a great song, and if you took a a competent, listenable vocalist and had them re-record it, it would probably be fantastic. I'm going to, real quick, just throw in, because I know that you guys are going to hate me for this, but since you're on the topic of music, one of my most overrated bands of all time is Queen. Everyone loves Queen, and I'm just not a huge fan. Ironically... Brian May wrote the music for Cloak and Dagger, which we'll be talking about in an hour. <laughs> Isn't that coincidentally? My only response to that is that you owe almost all of the music that you listen to to Queen, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> That's okay. Why, why overrated, and how, how familiar are you with Queen? Because I, I wouldn't put Queen on my top 10 bands of all time, or even my top 20. Oh my God, I would. 
I, you'd also put Aerosmith on there, and I wouldn't. Uh, I I would not, but I understand. I, I appreciate what Queen has done for music. Yeah, and you know what? When uh, when some of their songs kick on, of course, everyone knows the lyrics, and you'll sing them. But I just I think that along with Journey, you know, I'm okay with singing Journey, and I actually hate when everyone tries to sing fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. It's the fucking worst. I feel like that's directed right at me. <laughs> I'm like looking at you while I say it. <laughs> oh, I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> I do. There's video, at least two examples of me and my sister singing Bohemian Rhapsody together. I, I want it. it all as like my my theme song. If I were to have a theme song, that would be it. And that's, I told you I Queen would get shit for this. should be the richest band in the world. If they got paid every time at a stadium, someone went doom doom. I mean, that's it's it's a simple beat, but that's them. Yeah, nope. There's, and I'm not a huge fan of that song either, but like, understandably so. That's a great fucking song, dude. <laughs> Even before it got overused, it's well, a great, especially before it got overused. Yeah, and Fre- Freddie Mercury is, in my opinion, the greatest rock vocalist to have ever stepped on stage. Again, this is all subjective, I guess, but well, of course. <laughs> that's a given. That, that's kind of the conceit of the show. <laughs> 90 episodes in, just figuring it out now, huh? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go real unpopular here. Uh, for this table, half of the fucking Harry Potter movies, all overrated. Oh, yeah, I don't care. That about story could have been done in, in three, three flicks. Well, it actually would have been really hard to do in three movies, only because the actual... The movies themselves are very overrated because compared to the books, they're not good. Not at all. I still enjoyed the movies, though. I'll sit down and watch them. In fact, my dad has them all on Blu-ray and he wants to watch them all. And Let me like know when you get through seven part one, Harry Potter and the Endless Camping Trip, because good God, <laughs> dude, I wanted to claw my fucking eyeballs out. Seven part oh. one is the only one I have not seen. You've seen seven part two, but not part one. Yeah. In fact, I saw seven part two in theaters because my dad and my sister, well, my sister was in town and so they wanted to go to the theaters and we, we went and watched it. Seven part two. I liked Azkaban. I liked half blood Prince. I liked the second movie is I fell asleep in the theater, whatever the one about Harry Potter and the haunted bathroom. Is that that one? Chamber of secrets. Uh, Same thing. The, the water closet of secrets or whatever. That one was awful. (laughs) At the end of three, they get a device where they can go back in time whenever the fuck they want to. Series over if they knew what the fuck they were doing with time travel. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's a great series. I understand why people like it, but half of the movies are, are a waste of time. Can't they, they can only go back an hour, though. They can't just straight up time travel. It's a couple of hours, depending on how many times you turn the thing over. How many times you turn it. But yeah. after, after that um, third book or third movie, um, after that third year... Um, the Ministry of Magic destroys them all to keep plot holes like that from happening, basically. So, you know. As far as the movies go, I, I will agree. Super overrated, though. Yeah, absolutely. The books were books were incredible. And I always think like, oh, you know, I, I'd like to I'd like to go back and watch the movies again. And I start with one and I really like it. And my enjoyment gets just less and less every time. The fourth one. So the fourth book was my favorite book. And then the fourth movie pissed me off so much I left the theater. So legitimately, though, I think every single one of those actors is basically my age, like 27 or 28. And so I grew up with them being the exact same age as me through all the movies. And that was really cool to me, though. That is cool. Doug and I had the Facts of Life girls. So, I mean, (laughs) 
Someone in trouble. I remember when Doug got his first period, I was there with him. So. (laughs) You're up, Bex. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of do a little bit of what Tyler's doing, and I'm going to bring up something that I do actually love. I just don't think it's as good as everyone says it is, and that's Destiny. Um, I really, really like Destiny. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't play multiplayer, so all of the crucible matches and all of the rating and stuff is completely lost on me. And to me, it's just it's just a prettier Halo at that point. Um, I thought the storyline, what little bit of it you get, is is excellent, but I don't think it's as as great as everyone says it is. I completely overrated. Destiny is the definition of the word overrated <laughs> and overhyped. Very much so. I mean, understandably so, too. The studio behind it, Bungie, I mean, talk about credence in the gaming industry. I'm with Rebecca. I didn't have a lot of people to play with, so it was a lot of single player for me. And I don't like, and I hated this in World of Warcraft, I don't like doing the same mission seven times in a row for a pair of fucking gloves to drop. Right. That's where you kind of lose me at that point. I might as well be playing a walking simulator. Sterling and I do play quite a bit, um, and we play through the storyline, you know, over and over, but we'll we'll play, and then we'll delete that character and start over and do it again, just to enjoy the storyline and to have fun with a shooter, but we don't, like, oh, they just raised the level caps, and now we're going to go and do Crucible matches for four hours. Yeah, fuck Next that. Next time you feel like doing that, Rebecca, will you send me a message so I can send you a list of games you could be playing instead of playing Destiny again? It's not so much me. It's more Sterling. Sure, blame and- it on Captain America. <laughs> I always do, but um, but no, he gets in these moods where like he really only plays four games. He plays Dishonored, he plays uh, Destiny, he plays Diablo, and he plays Borderlands. And that's pretty much it. Simon's Quest. <laughs> Diablo 3? Yeah. Console or PC? Both. That's a hugely overrated video game. Diablo 3 on PC or on console? Well... I didn't really enjoy it on console, but I would say on PC, it was still very overrated. I think someone here is going to disagree with you. (laughs) Is it Doug? Is Doug going to disagree with me? Have you played it recently? Uh, Define (laughs) recently. Um, I don't know. I know that you played after... You were playing through the period that I wasn't, which was after they introduced... Greater Rifts. um, All of the Rifts and Bounties and, and whatnot... Um, in the seasons, um, and I just got back into it within the past few months. Um, I think we talked about this on, well, now I don't know which podcast it was. They're all starting to run together in my head. Welcome to my world. But uh, I don't. that's another one. I don't think it falls into the category of overrated. I think it's rated exactly where it should be. It's not Diablo 2, and it never will be as good as Diablo 2, but it's still pretty fucking fun, and the re- replayability on that one is just off the charts yeah. uh, another good example of what blizzard does just making something that you can sit there and consume for hours yeah i think um i think when it came out it would probably be called overrated um just because people had waited so long for it that there was no possible way it was kind of like duke nukem like there, there was no way it wasn't going to not live a, or it wasn't going to there was no way it was going to not live up to expectations um but I think now everyone's pretty realistic about. I mean, what it is, is okay. Vanilla Diablo 3, hugely overrated. Honestly, I, I really regretted spending money on Vanilla Diablo 3. So when Reaper of Souls came out, I was hesitant to actually get it. 
And admittedly, it's a lot better than it used to be for sure. But I still think it's largely overrated. Like you can run from level one to level 70 in a couple hours without someone and literally 30 minutes if you have someone power level you. And then all you do is the same shit to try to get just slightly better gear so you can do a little bit more damage and clear something a little bit more efficiently. And that's just overrated to me, man. I understand it, and I had a lot of fun with it when I played it. I don't know that... I mean, I'll I'll play it when the Necromancer comes out. I'm going to go Blizzard fanboy here again. I think um, one of the points you made about how it started off shitty, I think we can all agree on that, and then improved is something that, that Blizzard does well. They do not sit back and and uh, let something continue to be crap. They keep working on it until they think they, they get it you know, dialed into where it needs to be and the appreciation level of the fans and the players increase. Uh, and the other half of that is that Blizzard has this weird way of tapping into my brain, I feel, and just hooking in with simple repetitive actions that I love because it's not the fact that I'm grinding out better gear, it's how I'm doing it. I walk in there with my my demon hunter or my wizard and the all the uh, weapons and uh, spells that they give me to lay waste and what it looks like when I do that and just makes me feel like a fucking badass. Yeah, Yeah, it's just... Sterling, sorry to interrupt, but Sterling um, has been playing a witch doctor for the first time and there's this, um, this ability that the witch doctor has where you basically create a pool of piranhas that are just attacking whatever it is that they're under. And you, you actually see like piranhas sticking off of these things. And then this giant prehistoric looking crocodile jumps up and snaps its jaws over whatever the enemy is and just body parts go flying. And the first time he did that, he giggled for about four minutes straight. <laughs> it was awesome. It does. It hooks into this like reptilian part of your brain. You're just like, yeah, fucking give me more, yeah. more, 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 more. And uh, that, that's the appeal of Diablo 3. For me, it's the loot because I'm I'm such a loot whore. It's not even funny, and that's a big problem that I do have with with Destiny. Is you know you play these missions and you'll get like one one decent piece of armor and that's it. Um, but I love just just like hoarding all this gold, watching it tick up into like the millions, and yeah, definitely addicting. I'm I'm in Tyler's camp here. Played the game, and granted, I only played on console. I don't like the graphics i don't like how small your character is for a game with that much customizability i want to be able to see what i'm wearing and doing and i don't think you get that with diablo i don't think you ever should have played it on the console (laughs) you know i i I understand that it can't be that much different on pc more features yes essential gameplay no yeah but to your point if the reason you don't like it is because you can't see your character if you're sitting in front of a pc i think you do get a you're closer to the screen and it, it the the resolution and whatnot, it just works better. That game never should have been ported to console. It's been garbage from the beginning. They're just now getting uh, the seasons on the, the console. It's been kind of neglected. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, the, the resolution plays a part. It just looks so much sharper on a PC. And there is, you know, you hit Z and you get a zoomed in view and you can play like that if you want to. I mean, you're not going to see all the other gorgeous visuals and everything else going on around you, but you're able to look at your, uh, your Barbie's ass. That's fair. You're up. I'm going to stick with video games because uh, I think the one that I feel next most strongly about, and I'm going to continue to paint with broad strokes here, is the entire Call of Duty franchise. That's a great, great suggestion. 
Yeah, and I was going to bring this up too. However, there are a couple versions of Call of Duty that have been really good, but I don't think uh, I don't think the game deserves the reviews that it gets year after year. I mean, I can almost guarantee that when a Call of Duty game comes out, it's going to get an eight point eight from IGN every time. I'm I don't like those games, so I'm not going to harp on this. I'm sure you guys have heard it over the years that we've been doing this multiple times they're just not my cup of tea i've always been more of a battlefield fan that's it so i'm gonna go one step further and say this entire genre of realistic war is just stupid like go join the army 100 percent agreed you know if it's got a little bit of like sci-fi elements to it okay um, if it's, although this game itself wasn't very good, but if it's like, um, Sterling has been playing a little bit of Just Cause 3, where you're actually like helping liberate these cities and stuff like that, that is kind of interesting, but just realistic on the battlefield, like, fuck off. I think we can all agree that the first person shooter genre has gotten mighty stale in the past five years. That's why I'm super looking forward to Prey. I really want it to be good and I think it will be. I think it will be too. Pray in May, right? Pray in May. Looking forward to it too. The the trailer was uh the most recent trailer I've I've seen was really really solid. When it comes out, we'll have to get um my buddy Josh on cuz he's working on that right now. We would love to have him on. Josh, if you're listening, come on the show. I'm going to also I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm hammering video games home here, but this is what I know. If it takes you 8 fucking years between sequels, and you're still getting well-reviewed, and the game ends up being shit, you're probably playing Gran Turismo. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that the games always get good reviews. I think they're boring as shit. I think the Forza franchise has completely eclipsed everything Turismo did. I'm not saying Gran Turismo 2 and Gran Turismo 3 weren't great games, but the most recent ones to come out have been the most overhyped and overrated racing games on the market. Everything after 3 just went downhill because how do you live up to three was one of it's probably still my favorite racing simulator it's got to be top 10 ps2 games all time right it's so good it's incredible but agreed everything after that has just been bad it hasn't lived up to what they did and i think that's that's unfortunate because maybe this is the issue with assassin's creed and call of duty and gran turismo is you get these games where you you do so well with one or two of them that you think you have to keep repeating it and you never do as good as you have already done. I think that when Microsoft um, Turn 10 introduced the level of freedom that you get, not only in Forza, but definitely in Forza Horizon, I don't want to go back and have to do tests to get a fucking license so I can drive a car that's better than the first car they give you in the game. The level of progression in Gran Turismo, I mean, it's, it's slowed to a crawl, man. That was my favorite part of 3 was getting like the rally license and doing things like that because it it was it was very realistic but it's a simulator versus like an actual racing style game so it's it's different I'd say than Forza, Forza though not Horizon but regular Forza is the same as Gran Turismo it's just done better and they give you more cars and they give you more tracks to race on and they make the game more flexible and more fun and you're not stuck on a race that you can't fucking beat in a, a hatchback to, to unlock the better cars. Like Forza gives you more of the sandbox right out of the gate. I mean, I think there's a reason. When's the last Turismo came out? 
eight years ago now, and we're still not going to get another one. Microsoft killed Sony in the driving. We're getting another one this year, actually. We're getting a Gran Turismo Sport, I think is what the new one is called. So that's coming out this year. Well, maybe maybe it will be underrated. I don't I don't think so because I've looked up a little bit on it and I I think it's gonna try to play off of what three did and I think it's gonna do it poorly again. And you know what? To your point, if you think you can't beat a race in a hatchback, the thing that Gran Turismo three did way better than Forza, maybe not freedom wise and stuff, the tuning has just never been done the same. Okay, and that's an aspect of the game that you love. That's an aspect of the game I completely could throw out and not care about. Yeah, and that's that's the difference versus you know simulator and less of a simulator to me. You got anything to add to this? I've never even played these games, so I got nothing. The only car game I've ever played is Burnout Revenge, and I really liked it because you smash shit up, but that's yeah. about it. That's my contribution. You Burnout should go 3. back and play Burnout. Uh, is it Revenge 3? Uh, Burnout 3 is Takedown. Takedown is the best one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It is absolutely both of our favorites. It's so good. It's crazy good. You get points for like smashing people in the walls and like they have a mode where literally you try to just create the biggest crash you can. It was that's when you a hit fun somebody game. and they like are flipping over your car, it goes in slow motion and then you go seamlessly right back into the race from the visual. Yeah. Why haven't we seen another burnout game? That is a franchise that's sitting waiting. Because again, when you play, it's the same issue that I have with um, with realistic warfare games. When you have just a car racing game, like just go fucking like learn to be a car racer. Don't, but you can't smash is, shit up. This and... is bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> Do not try to race your cars. No, and not crash into people. Don't just try and race your cars. What I'm saying is, go like learn to actually race, like do it well but like you can't do what burnout does in real life like that's what i like if, if you're gonna do a video game do something that you can't do in real life i don't have the money or time to that's professionally race or, is or driving skills yeah <laughs> definitely got that shit on lock you better be glad there wasn't a parallel parking test in gran turismo because you'd still be on the first fucking level <laughs> it's a great joke Again, the reason that I'm probably awful at parallel parking... Is because you never learned how to do it? <laughs> yeah, because my car is so small that I just pull into spaces. I just... Whoop. That's it. I don't, I don't do this weird parallel park shit. That's absurd. Why is he looking to me for validation? I, <laughs> I do not have your back on this one. <laughs> I know right. that's a shocker. So, <laughs> that's fair. I think, I think we're, we're really close here. Uh, but I do have one thing that I know you're a huge fan of, Rebecca. I don't know how you feel about this, but I brought this up in the car. And this is more of just a real-life thing. And I enjoy them if they're done well. But memeing is way overrated. God help me when someone posts 50 memes in five minutes and my whole fucking feed just goes up and I'm like, why? How do you have the time? Where do you find these? It's just crazy. I hate, and we talked about this on the Christmas episode, when they're fucking misspelled. When the joke is great, but you can't take the time to use spell check, give me a break. Agreed. I've got a, uh, this is another thing that hits close to home. I've got two sons who can, they fancy themselves meme lords, and that is how they communicate. And it's funny that you bring this up, because uh, I, I was talking to Rebecca, and I'm like, how obnoxious would it be if I just 
responded to all correspondence all day with with memes and uh, she thought it would be funny my coworkers did not <laughs> I, I learned how out of touch they they actually were I mean I'm I'm damn near 41 I do not claim to have a pulse on what's cool on the internet anymore but uh, compared to a lot of my colleagues I my shit's on point I contribute or I attribute that to my boys, absolutely. And there's still a lot of funny shit out there, um, but you're right. It's uh, way overused. Um, uh, you know, they, they butcher the English language often. Uh, and sometimes the jokes are good, and that's what kills me. It's like you're going to take the time to write or steal, I think steal, a really good joke from someone, but you can't spell a simple word correctly? Yeah, and that's my whole thing. Like, I enjoy memes, and I think they're a fun way of communication, but if that's the only way you can communicate and it just destroys your like human interaction, and if you do it so often, that's my biggest pet peeve, is like someone who will take 30 to 40 memes and just throw it out in five minutes, and literally, you're just flooded. You're just like, I, what? What is going on? I'm, I I see everything, but it's the worst. It's I, the worst. I do that, but only to Sterling. Um, I'm awful about like every night we're like trying to go to bed. He's trying to go to sleep and I'm like, wait, look at this. It's really funny. Wait, look at this. Look at this. So sorry, Sterling. I do the same thing to my poor wife, but it's like (laughs) that you have to see this. It's so funny. It's unmissable. It's too funny. Yeah. And then I crack up and then he just kind of (laughs) stares. That was my whole theme today was things that I do enjoy, but I think are overrated. I think we skipped you in that cycle. Did we not? I think so. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, asshole. Holy no, cow. I got one more after uh, your last I've one. I've got one to, got to close with, too. Perfect. I guess. Cool. Right. Um, so I'll throw in, this will be my last one, but um, kind of continuing on the same thread, I hate sports games. I think they're stupid. Go play a sport if you want to play a sport. I don't All even know. All the Maddens, wanna... FIFAs. I mean, I'm sure you guys agree, but so many people are playing these fucking games. They keep putting them out, and it just drives me crazy. I think that there is a gamer population where that really appeals to they keep to themselves they have their tournaments they want the new players every year they want the physics barely changed to play i mean has the game really changed from madden 95 to madden 2015 not fucking really but the sport hasn't really changed either that people watch on tv are they overrated yeah 100 they are i don't know how people play fifa every year good god Goal. <laughs> I think the only one that, that I ever really enjoyed was the, the Tiger Wood franchise. Um, and it probably is because I'm a terrible golfer and I know <laughs> I'll never be able to go out there and just do it. Uh, I'm probably the biggest sports fan at this table uh, overall. And I, I completely agree. Sports games are just largely, um, literally overrated. You see the ratings on these games and it's like, yeah, how can you get excited about something that you just played fucking 12 months ago? Golf, though, you and I can sit down with a six-pack of beer. We take turns. It's more of shit-talking. Just like actual golf in my world. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's the only way I've ever golfed is you take beers, you go around, you drink a bunch driving around on this golf cart, and then you go home. I've only ever done mini golf and top golf, so I don't really know about the whole, like, actual 18 holes thing. We should should go golfing. Bit golfing. Or disc golfing. Oh, that's oh, there you true go. too. That's I would fun. do that. Well, we've got a wonderful course that we can walk to from the Big Cave. So if you guys ever want to play disc, I would love to because I love playing disc. It's Tyler actually introduced me to disc golf when I moved here. And I think I play more than you do now. Yeah, you do. It's been quite a while since I've, I've made it out there for sure. 
I've never played, so you'll have to teach me and be patient with me. Uh, you'll, have, you'll have fun. Yeah. The first time you do it, like the first time we did it in such a long time, like our arms hurt because we were just throwing it. We were just chucking it. So you, your arm might, you might be like, holy cow, I just used a muscle that I haven't used. In- <laughs> He's setting you up here. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not even going to because she, it's She's it's like, so I use easy. that muscle every day. <laughs> it's so easy. It just feels cheap at this point. Like, gotcha. Well, never mind. <laughs> I was about to go right, just right at that, but I won't. Are we skipping you, or do you have another one to end with? Well, you skipped me. Yeah, I skipped so. okay. her. Fuck so. So back to me. I'm on mute. And then you're going to close this out. Yeah, I think uh, I've, I've got I've got one more that I cannot believe has not been fucking brought up yet. I actually have a couple more, but I'm going to stop with this one. So uh, my last one to steal Becca's idea for food is Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, that's fine. Totally agree. Totally disagree. I mean, my last name is Glaze, so... (laughs) (laughs) And that's really what it boils down to for me. I was raised on Winchell's, and I have a a special place in my heart for cake donuts, Uh, particularly their, what they used to call, I think, was the uh, the buttermilk donut. Now it's got, like, a different name, uh, like an old-fashioned or or something like that. But I don't know why people go crazy for these uh, glazed donuts, which really just don't have a lot of substance to them. When they opened that fucking Krispy Kreme off of uh, 470, and there was lines for a half a mile to get into this goddamn store, people lost their goddamn minds over a fucking donut shop, and the donuts are not even that good. So um, I I do love yeast donuts, but the, my issue with Krispy Kreme is it fucking sits there in this glaze completely covered in it and it gets soggy and i don't like that uh, i like when it's just a little bit of icing on top of a good yeast donut yeah too much glaze is a terrible thing yes it's awful. fuck off y'all <laughs> <laughs> i think there's a lot of people that are transplants here in colorado myself and rebecca included and i think that's why it's popular because you couldn't get it i mean does the popularity maintain i don't know it wasn't that busy last time when i was at comic-con last year and i don't think it's like the best donut in the entire world. In fact, there are some donut specialty shops like Voodoo Donuts, for example, make yeah. some phenomenal oh, yeah. donuts. But if With you've, bacon. Yeah, if you've never been to Flip. In, or Amy's. Yeah. Uh, Flip in Georgia, Richard Blaze's Burger Place, and had a Krispy Kreme milkshake. You haven't lived. Oh, you just reminded me. It's something I wanted to talk about at some point. We can do this later. You Milkshakes? heard that Top Chef is going to be in Denver. I did, and I'm very excited. Well, Let, let's follow up on that. We can probably try to get someone from the show on. I know that we can uh, get in contact with Hosea, who I assume will be involved because he's a Denver chef and a previous Top Chef winner. And I cannot remember the name of your restaurant right now, Hosea, but we'll we'll post something up there uh, for it. But I know he's very easily accessible. Very excited about uh, Top Chef coming to Denver. As you know, I love the I love the show. Let's finish with I, the game I cannot believe no one mentioned. In my opinion, I know I said Assassin's Creed is the most hyped series of all time. The most uh, overrated game ever is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I knew exactly where you were going with this because everyone is just all up on Final Fantasy VII. And this is one of those things to like, uh, to Doug's point on Ocarina of Time, it really did change final fantasy so yeah you have to like tip your hat to it but my god i think we look at that game in very nostalgia tinted glasses and if you go back and play it today which i did yesterday for this episode good god it does not hold up at all i mean barrett 
is um, the most racist character. That, like, I mean, we're talking like Al Jolson might as well be Cloud's partner there. Everyone always remembers Aerith dying, being like, oh my God, I was, you know, seven years old, eight years old, and I was crying. No one ever mentions, though, that how convoluted Cloud's storyline was. And was he real? Was he not? Was he a fucking dream? The combat does not hold up at all. There are much better Final Fantasy titles out there. And that's another game, like we talked about with Zelda, that will show up on every single top 10, and I don't think it belongs there. Any final thoughts before we close? I'm getting the close eyes from Tyler here. The, the, closed, the closed eyes or the close <laughs> eyes? The close eyes. The, uh, the, hey, it's time to wrap this up because we've got to record another podcast after this. <laughs> the hey, baby, let's wrap this up eyes. All right, I'm, I'm not going to hype anything uh, because the next thing we really have coming up that we've committed to, well, let, no, let's talk about Free Comic Book Day. That's yeah. May the 6th. May the 6th. We will be there as BitFaced. Rebecca will be there as Cap for Kids at mm-hmm. our local favorite comic book store, Kapow. I think Tyler and I will be recording all day, 10 to 4. Rebecca will be coming in and out joining us we might even be able to get sterling on the mic that day oh yeah definitely who who knows who else is going to show up at free comic book day at kapow that's the next event we'll be doing beginning of may and then of course we will be at denver comic-con we'll get into more details later we might have another show coming up tyler hasn't decided yet i will not be there for it because i'll be down at free uh or at record store day in phoenix with uh with my good buddy brian and of course my sister to my left today bringing a lot of hate for Game of Thrones, but hey, that's what you expect from her. The sexy chameleon, B-Rex. To my right, my partner in crime on my other uh, podcast, Project Challenge, which you should be listening to, shameless plug, Doug Lund. Across the table from me, back on his own podcast, not showing up prepared, but still back, the chairman of the soundboards, Tyler Run, TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis, and I am overrated. (laughs) Yeah, you are.